the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's gospel lesson, Matthew 4, 17, you hear the first words that Jesus preached. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. These words are the basis for the sermon. However, to introduce the sermon, I would like to remind you of the last words that Jesus spoke in the Gospel of Matthew. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. He who is God with us died for sinners and rose triumphant from the dead. Jesus died and rose for the salvation of everyone. There is no salvation anywhere else. According to Jesus, there is no, well, that's fine for you, but it's not good for me, it does not fit my life. In love, he calls for the gospel to be preached and sacraments to be administered so that all would be his disciples. He desires all to be saved. That is why he died for all. It is his will that all be his disciples. It is his will that all hear the good news of his salvation and that all would be his baptized. However, two things are clear. Jesus wants all to be saved and he is the only way of salvation. Throughout the Gospel of Matthew, you see the absolute necessity of Jesus' ministry. He, after all, is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the one come to save. He knows that he is the only possible savior. He knows the absolute necessity of him going to the cross. For Jesus, it is absolutely necessary that he dies for sinners. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the savior of the world. That's the only way to see life. He does not give any other option because every option other than seeing Jesus as life leads to death and hell. So it is with this overall picture of Jesus' ministry in Matthew that you hear these momentous first words of Jesus preaching in Matthew. Again, 417. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent means to have a total change of mind and heart. Jesus, God with us, who the Father acclaimed at his baptism by saying, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Jesus has now begun to preach and his message is that everyone must have a total change of mind and heart because at this time, no one knows that he is God with us, total life, the savior of the world. Yet all must believe in him or they'll be lost eternally. So repent, have a total change of heart and mind and follow Jesus is his message from the very start. Jesus wants all to be converted to himself as Lord. He gives no options. He allows no changes to his message. Jesus here is not just speaking to a few Jews in Galilee around the year 30 AD. No, he's called to repent. It's for all people of all time. Jesus came into a world like ours filled with sin. Just listen to our gospel lesson. Jesus' preaching occurs after John had been arrested. Now, why was John arrested? John had confronted Herod because Herod had stolen his brother's wife. Herod did not want anyone to tell him who he could sleep with, so he had John arrested. In fact, Herod will have John beheaded. 
Herod put his own desires ahead of God's law and even above the life of John. Now, in a way, this sounds similar to our own, our own world. You now live in a world where the individual makes of his own morality. In fact, the individual can try to make up their own identity. You live in a world where people think they can sleep with whoever they want to. If it results in a baby being conceived, then that baby can be killed if the wa mother wants it aborted, or if the boyfriend or the parents put extreme pressure on the woman. You live in a world where the desire of the individual is paramount. The desire of the individual is now ahead of God's law and even ahead of the lives of little babies. But it's not only Herod and his followers who are opposed to God. You hear of many who reject Jesus and do not repent. The supposed followers of God, the Pharisees, reject Jesus and plot to kill him. The leaders of the temple, the chief priests, the elders of the Jews, the Sadducees, they all reject Jesus. They do not repent. And, they, and in their rejection, they will make sure of his crucifixion. However, even more so, there are others who have followed Jesus, but it's on their own terms and not on Jesus' terms. Think of the rich young man who does not follow Jesus. He thinks more of his riches than following Jesus. He does not repent. Into a world of sin, Jesus comes, and so few actually hear him, so few turn and follow him. You live in a world, and it's very obvious if you go outside of, of this sanctuary, where many reject Jesus totally. However, others live like they can mix and match uh, their own spirituality. They'll take this and that of Christianity and create in their own head what life is all about. They'll see what they accept or what they reject, and then they'll add their own spiritualities and kind of have their own man-made, this is what life is all about. You also live in a world where there's many people who call themselves Christians, but basically they just want Jesus to be a part of their basically secular life. For them, Jesus is a matter of convenience. Jesus is an add-on to life and not life itself. Jesus preaches repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What he is saying here is far more than just a turning away from sin. He is saying, be converted to me. In me, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent means to have a total change of mind and heart. It not only means to be changed from, but to be changed to. Jesus brings about the kingdom of heaven. When Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is at hand, it really is. Where Jesus is, there the kingdom of heaven is. He is an established, he is right there in his ministry, establishing an eternal kingdom by his innocent life. He is taking upon himself the sin of the world. And later on, he will take that sin all the way to the cross, suffer our eternal punishment, and then rise triumphant from the dead. The kingdom of heaven is at hand is a word of comfort for you and me. You live in a world where there's much uncertainty about what it even means to be human, what life is all about, whether or not my life has meaning. If there is a God, if there is a God, does he care about me? Can I be certain about life? Can I be certain about death? Can I be certain about eternity? You live in the outside world where there are no absolutes, and it's a world of despair. I'd like to quote to you now uh, the, the, a poem from uh, Matthew Arnold, 
who also saw this. But Matthew Arnold was an unbeliever, but he just saw what life was like without the Christian faith. For the world, which seems to lie before us like a land of dreams, so various, so beautiful, so new, hath really neither joy, nor love, nor light, nor certitude, nor peace, nor help for pain. And we are here as on a darkling plain, swept with confused alarms of struggle and flight, where ignorant armies clash by night. Jesus came so that you would have certainty. Jesus came so that you might know the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is truth. Jesus is certainty. Jesus is hope. Jesus is peace. In Jesus, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right now in this divine service, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right now in the blessed sacrament, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right now, you are with the angels and archangels and with the whole company of heaven. Jesus is at hand right now because he has promised to be with us. And in Jesus, the kingdom of heaven is at hand also in the, in the sense that his eternal kingdom is about to come. This same Jesus who's preaching in Galilee, doing miracles of healing and liberation from the powers of demons, will one day return so that you will all be completely liberated from all death, from all disease, from all despair, from all dread. Jesus is God with us, who loves his creation. The miracles that you hear Jesus doing in the gospel and in our lesson today show us a glimpse, a peek into the future where all pain and all horrors of the fall will be done away with. Jesus will return and you will be in the new Jerusalem with him. It is absolutely certain that the kingdom of heaven will be restored at the last day. It is absolutely certain that the kingdom of heaven is at hand because that's the promise of Jesus. Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Be converted and be certain in me. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. There's absolute truth in Jesus. He is the true and final re revelation of God. All others' ways of seeing life apart from Jesus are false. He alone is Emmanuel. He alone is the Savior. He alone died for your sin. He alone has broken the bonds of death with his resurrection. Jesus alone gives life meaning. Jesus alone is life. And Jesus alone sits at the right hand of the Father and he will return and give to you all eternal life and reign over us forever and ever. The kingdom of heaven indeed is at hand. Amen.